joining me today on Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. I'm an intuitive transformational coach and business creative, and I have my global goddess platform where I leverage women's stories to a global audience using multiple media outlets. I am so excited about this season. We have been having the most amazing conversations, and today I'm super excited. The season theme is Power Up Your 2022, You Empowered, Your Business Empowered, Your Life Empowered, and I get to have this amazing conversation with the one and only Robbie Motter. Robbie, thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, I love being on your show. It's so amazing and so just leaves you with such a fabulous feeling. Oh, thank you. Well, we're talking about powering up your 2022 this season and you are the founder of the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs. And I wanted to talk about that as a nonprofit, but what it means even to be in community. Well, I think being in, you know, when you, when you have a servant's heart and you give back, it just comes back to you in so many ways. And just the great feeling that you made a difference. So even if you're just doing a little bit or a lot, it doesn't matter. The fact that you give and you're there to serve others, I think, is what we were brought on this earth to do. Amen to that. <clears throat> what led you to 
What led you to create the nonprofit Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs? Well, my passion has always been to help women because back in back in the days when I was in corporate, there were, women were not helping women. They were backstabbing each other. And I remember back in the 50s, I asked this woman to teach me something. And she looked at me and she said, I will not teach you or any woman. And I was just blown away. I mean, I just couldn't, because I don't believe we compete. I believe we complete each other. Mm -hmm. So from that day on, I said that whatever I learned, I'd spend the rest of my life sharing with women. And I, I seem to have an uncanny thing that I see something in women that sometimes they don't see because they'll come back to me and they'll say to me, how did you know I could do that? And I say, I just knew, you know, and you can, and you can do more because Kimberly, as you know, everybody's got a story in them. So sometimes we just have to bring that story out and people learn from those stories because sometimes somebody's out there saying, Oh, I'm the only one going through that. But when they, somebody else going through it and they've told their story, that person says, Oh, look at her. She did it. I can do it too. So we inspire others and we impact their lives. So we need to step up to the plate and do our stories. Absolutely. I love that. That's, you know, that's exactly how my, my platform itself was born is the power in sharing our story because I know every time we share our story, we heal on a deeper level every single time we share it. And for those that get to hear our stories, men and women, they get to collapse time in either getting out of their situation, healing from their situation, but ultimately it brings hope. And it reminds us that we're not alone going through whatever it is we're going through. And I think I know personally a lot of people that you have inspired to share their story, write books, created businesses, all from knowing you and being in your community. You've, you've certainly created a community that, community that is a true sisterhood. Yes, I, I really think that. And, you know, even though COVID was a bad thing, I think for many, it became a good thing because we had to think out of the box. You know, prior to that, we were just California, but now we're global. And what's wonderful is that we are learning so much about other countries and other women, and they're learning from us. And so I think it's, you know, every day is, I always say every day is a new day in the little red schoolhouse of Life 101. So no matter how old you are, you can continue to learn. And especially with technology changing every minute, you know, you just think you get it down and then it changes. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's a constant life learning lesson, right? We're always having to navigate the technology side of things, but <clears throat> you, so you created this nonprofit just a couple years ago. Right. Right. But prior to that, I spent 30 years with NAFI, the National Association of Female Executives. As their, I started out as a regional coordinator. Then I became their global coordinator. And then NAFI decided that they didn't want to do networks or anything anymore. They've gone a whole new direction. <clears throat> so it just opened the door for me to, to continue because I feel that bringing women together and forming the sisterhood is a good thing. 
And so we continued on. And I know that even when I'm not here, I expect it to continue. I'm going to be watching from heaven. You're going to be running meetings up there. <laughs> yeah, me and the angels, all my friends that are up there, <laughs> that are former members will just continue a new chapter. I love it. So what I want to get across, though, is you saw a need and you're in your 80s and you decided that this is going to be something that you create. And I think that's so inspiring for women to recognize is that it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can always do something. You can even, you know, you can create a huge legacy, which is exactly what you did. We are global. We have, you know, you're, you offer events, you're recognizing women all the time for their achievements and their service in the community, as well as you have, you know, an educational piece even through the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs. So, Robbie, I think that is something to really take a look at and, and, and this help year, people understand it doesn't matter how old you are, you can do something. Well, I'm 86. I just turned 86. And I, right. think, I think that for me, it keeps me young because I'm around all ages and all ethnic groups. And I don't have time to think about, you know, if you just hang out with a bunch of seniors, it's like, who has the biggest pain? Well, I don't have time for pain. And, you know, when I get sick, I got to get well fast because I have too much to do and places to go and people to meet. So I think it's great for people to keep even even people who are retired should join groups because they have such great knowledge that they can bring to the younger generation. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is this year we added the young group, young teens, 13 to 18, to starting college. And we're listening, and they are, you know, I've been on a few of the calls and it is just amazing because when the call is finished, they become more secure. They're able to open up more. They feel comfortable. And that's what, you know, if we, we can train them as young, then when we can't do this work anymore, they're going to come up and take over and continue serving and helping women and helping their own peers. I love that. That's so true that, you know, educating our young, our youth, even to be more confident and know that they're surrounded by people that care and that'll help pull them up and, and show them the way there's so much power in that. It, 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 I think what it does too is even, you know, I do a lot of domestic violence advocacy. And I think, you know, when we're training and teaching and helping these people, these young people understand that um, you can navigate and it's going to be okay. It, it does give them a lot of self-confidence that they can keep going and, and strive and achieve, even achieve greatness, you know? That's true. And the thing is, it, 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 especially with all the bullying that goes on, you got we have to teach everybody to be who they are. They don't have to conform to be what they think everybody wants them to be. Be your true self. Your power is in you, not in being somebody else. And you know that. You have to, you know, you have to face facts and you have to look at things and you have to be go for your dreams, not somebody else's dreams. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we all know you for is 
your motto, which is show up and ask, there's there's power in that. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that or, you know, it's well, one heck of a way to power up your 2022. <laughs> right. Well, showing up to me is like a treasure map. You never know what treasure you're going to be at. And it doesn't matter where I go. <clears throat> Every place I show up, there's a treasure. You know, it just amazes me. It's like somebody will ask me, do I know somebody? And then I say, no, but then the five minutes later, I'm somewhere and I meet somebody that knows that person. So it's and in fact, one of the funny things that happened on our our New York call, um, the gal that runs it, one of the things she wanted to meet, she she threw it out. She said, Robbie says we should ask. So she threw it out. She said that one year she went to Atlanta and stood outside of Tyler Perry's studio because she wants to be in one of his movies. She's got the script. She's got everything. And she got thrown out. But somebody on that call said, I know Tyler Perry and I will make an introduction. Wow. So she said, oh, my God. And then there was, she had somebody else on that same call asked for something else. And somebody else on the call said, oh, I can make that introduction for you. So it's mm -hmm. about what is it you want? Who do you want to meet? Put it out there. Put it When you put it in the universe, something's going to happen. You know that. Yeah. Well, you can't. And, and you know, we, we were talking about this before we jumped on the call is that women especially really struggle with asking. It's because we're always in the doing, doing, doing for everybody else but ourselves. And the power of asking can be life changing. Well, for me, it was very difficult. I had mm -hmm. a, like like I, I was always a helper. So one day somebody said to me, Robbie, you get a lot of pleasure of helping others. I said, oh, my God, yes, it fills my heart. I'm so happy. Why are you being selfish and not letting us get that same feeling? And, and I thought about it, and I said, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it all for myself. I'm not sharing it. So it became easier. So if you think about it that way, that you're allowing some, because people do like to help. But they don't, when you stand up and say this, this, and this, they have no idea what you really want. So you've got to be very clear, very, you know, put it out exactly what it is you want. Like one one funny thing happened, and I think you know this story. Jean on her vision board one time, she said she put it, she wanted to get a ring. So we were doing a golf outing and, um, and they had these retired <clears throat> former football players. And this one football player just came up. We, we, we were at our, well, the table we were manning. And he got on his knees and he took off his, and he didn't know this. And he took off his football rings and put them on her finger. And she said, oh, I have to be more clear of like what exactly I want. <laughs> so there's she was. There's not a ring. Who do I want it from or whatever. But right. I mean, it actually happened and we cracked up about it. But, and, and, you know, vision boards are very powerful because on vision boards, you're putting out your ask, what you're looking for. And like last year, I put on my board um, England and British Airways. I had no idea I was going to get there. But guess what? I ended up in England and I flew British Airways. And it wasn't something I just went and did. I was asked and became a guest to go to three balls in England and get honored at three different events 
I felt like I was the queen of England when I got there. It was an amazing trip. I stayed with somebody in England. And so I I haven't done my vision board this year. I need to do one and figure out where, what I want to do. But every year when I do a vision board, something one year I put on this castle, like looking place. And it, and it was about four months later, I was at an event in Palm Springs and, and a bunch of us girls were having some champagne. And I said, oh, wouldn't it be wonderful to go to Italy? And the girl said, yeah, me too. I like Italian men. And we knew everybody there, but one person, she was the niece of somebody that was there. She called me a few days later and she said, you don't know this, but I used to live in Europe and I can arrange. So she arranged a trip. for 10 days, including food, drivers, and lodging and airfare. We had 35 of us that went. Wow. So you just never know. I mean, I I could do a book on all the stories that I've seen happen from women asking and showing up. You also, I think women need to be better at commitments. Mm -hmm. Like if you join something, you need to commit if you're joining it, I don't care what organization, because I hear this from many organizations. People just show like they get up today and say, well, well, maybe I don't feel like going. Well, if you join something, you should commit that you're going to be there yes. or you're wasting your money. And you should go with the intention of forming relationships, not walking away that you're selling something. Because in today's world, people buy from people they like and that they've formed a relationship. It isn't about the price. It isn't about you've got the best widget. It is how who are you and how you're interacting with people. So that's really important. We're in a whole different era these days. Absolutely. I think you touched on something really important. It's it, it's almost like the relationship is the currency of business now. It's truly something that is... It, that creates that no like and trust factor, which we've all heard in business for eons. However, it really goes back to that relationship and people want to buy, people buy from people. And right. I think that's so important. I want to go back really quick to what you were talking about uh, with Jean even. So she was actually asking, she wanted to get uh, marriage proposals. Is that right. correct? And so she goes to this golf course and gets proposed to by some she knew all the professional football players. I didn't know one from Adam. So every time they would go by in the cart with somebody, she's, oh, that's so-and-so. Or they come up to our and get, because we had things to give away and we had a Tesla car, a red Tesla car at our booth too. So they would come. But that was the funniest thing I've ever experienced. That's hilarious. But I love what you were saying is it goes back to being very, very specific. I gave this analogy at one of the um, events I spoke at recently. And I was, when you when you imagine and visualize how you want your life to look or or creating a vision board, you're you're putting it out to the universe that, OK, I'm ready for this thing, whatever this thing is. And if you think about it, like sitting in a restaurant and you give the waitress or waiter your order and then they they go put it in and then they come back and you're like, oh, wait, no, I want to change that to from just 
you know, vegetarian fettuccine. I want chicken fettuccine instead. And they're like, oh, okay. So then they go back and they change it. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, never mind. I want it to be steak. And so you're constantly changing your order. And the universe is like, here, oh, 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 here we go. Oh, wait, no. And then maybe you move chairs. You're like, oh, I don't want to sit under the fan. I'm going to go over here and sit by the window. Now the universe doesn't know where to, sh to bring you your meal. And so if you think about it as putting in your order to the universe, you have to be very clear and very strategic and take action, not just sit there. And, and it's the universe helping you to make that a reality. And when you think about it is you can't keep changing your order because then they're like, there's that delay, you know, that's true. So One of the things when you're doing a vision board, you don't have a specific plan. You go through magazines and whatever picture or words touch you, you tear it out and you do that for maybe an hour or half an hour. And then after that, you start going through the pictures and putting it on and it comes, it just takes its own course. And then what I usually do is I have the girls after they put their board together, tell me the story of what that means to them. Mm -hmm. And the, the other thing, it, it is people give up too easy. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes like sometimes people have a great idea and they tell somebody and that person says, oh, that's a dumb idea. It's been tried before. There are no dumb ideas. It's mm -hmm. all about timing. And sometimes if you wait for everything to be so perfect, that never happens and somebody copies your idea. So what I always say, step out. You can take baby steps, start to make it happen. You can readjust it and go back out. But don't keep waiting, waiting, waiting for perfect. The only perfect person I know is God. Yeah. And, you know, and I think we too many people I see it sometimes, even my members, I'll say, stop being such a perfectionist. Get out there and do it because you'll learn from doing and, Absolutely. you know, and you'll make mistakes. But from your mistakes, you'll become stronger. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and with when it comes to business, you're always evolving. So what you start out doing, you might not be in that same realm for always. It evolves as you evolve. And, you know, you're going to change your website 10 times. Like <laughs> you're well, going to do that because you keep it fresh. And that makes people come back to your website. You shouldn't just do a website, never add anything new because then they come back and say, well, I already saw that. So you should always do something to your website to keep refreshing it. Yeah. But, but even what, um, what I'm saying here too, is that when people are afraid and think it has to be absolutely perfect, it doesn't have to be perfect because you are going to change it. You are going to evolve your products and services are going to evolve with you. And so don't be, you know, spending three years trying to get this perfect website when you can slap something up in, you know, a day or less or hire somebody and run with it, you know, so, then you have a website, but yeah. should everybody should have a website. Because yeah. one of the things I found several places that uh, several chambers I spoke at this year when uh, I said, do you need any information? They said, no, we already went to your website and we have everything we need. So, you know, and people, yeah. should, people should Google themselves to find yeah. out what, what's out there. Uh, you should Google yourself, I think, every month. And then sometimes you're shocked at how many pages you're on, you know, you never know where it's picked up. That's so true. it's always good to do that. 
That's very true. Yeah. I want to go back really quick to the vision board. So how many years have you been creating a vision board? Probably 15. And every year that you've done one, something has come true for us. One year I put American Airlines in and I really wanted to go to Maui, but I could only find a picture of Diamond Head and the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. And it was so funny because my daughter was the president of a company for eight years and she quit. And she got offered the number three spot with American Airlines uh, operating two of their offices in Chicago and uh, New York and one other place, not L.A., um, Washington, D.C. So all of a sudden she called me up and she said, I think it was my 83rd birthday, and she had no idea. She said, Mom, I'm sending you to Hawaii on American Airlines for your birthday. You're going to stay at an Airbnb near Diamond Head. And I've arranged for you to have your breakfast at the Royal Hawaiian. <laughs> Why didn't I find Maui pictures? <laughs> I love it. That gave me goosebumps, though. That's but awesome. that happened. And then about a month later, it, you know, after I went, about two months later, she quit and formed her own business. She didn't like, they didn't want her to make any decisions. They just wanted her to fly. The, the, and she's not that kind of a person. So, yeah, she just formed her own company. That's well, that's awesome for her, but that's hilarious. And it just truly, truly goes back to show the power of intention and visualization. And I, I, I'm cracking up over here thinking, okay, you're, yeah. You know, and we both, you know, I don't know how many people know this about us, but we both went to the same high school. And I think it's hilarious because we met in California and, um, you learned a lot of really great things living in, in Hawaii, but how funny is it that you put on your vision board, you know, all these places in Honolulu or Oahu and you wanted to go to Maui and your vision board was this. And so that's where you went. That's, that's awesome. True. And what was interesting is my aunt was the executive director for the Royal Hawaiian for 36 years. And it was so funny when I went there, I said, Oh, do you, I remember the waitress. I said, do you remember Mrs. Malama? And she said, Oh yes, she hired me. Yes. So it was, you know, everybody knew her. She was wonderful. She was over the print, that one and also the Moana Surfrider. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Cause they were owned by the, the same people. And I, I got my start in the hotel industry working at the wine village when Henry Kaiser owned it. It was then managed by a different group, not Hilton, but, and I was their first director of personnel back there. They called it back then they called it personnel. <laughs> but in, you know, and we did the first Aloha Week parade before we were state and we won first place. That's so cool. So your vision, your visions are very powerful and you're putting them on paper. And then when you have a vision board, you need to keep it where you see it every single day because mm -hmm. it keeps it in your mind. You know, it's like they say, if you say something to yourself 21 days, you really start to believe it yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, again, it goes back to the the visualization and the manifestation. I always like to reference the, there was a Harvard study they did with the basketball team and they had half the basketball team go and shoot free throws with the basketball for like a whole week, every day, that's all they did. And then the other half of the team visualized it they never even touched the basketball they weren't even in the on the court they were in a classroom and they just visualized making that basket every single time and after the end of that week or so they got everybody together and the the 
kids that visualized it made the shot almost 100% of the time. It was crazy the percentage difference between the, the guys that never touched the basketball only visualized making the basket versus the guys that were actually shooting it. And it just shows you because your brain doesn't know the difference of reality and not. And so to actually truly visualize what you want, what you desire, there's so much power in that. And having a vision board really helps you actually imagine it and picture it. Well, just like your series that you do unleashing the power. I mean, that people don't realize the power that they really have. So having something like the, the workshops and things that you do, you really help them understand they're in charge of that. Yeah. They can create anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, I love that you said that. Thank you. It's There's so much power in even just taking responsibility for what you do. And, and, and taking back your power. We think we, it's no longer ours or we don't, we, we give it away all the time, but in reality, everything is in our power. We have full responsibility of where we are today, where we were 10 years ago and where we're going to be 20 years from now. We have that power and responsibility to make it exactly what we want because the decisions and the choices are ours. Even when it doesn't seem like it is, it's still a decision. That's true. And like I said, make a decision. You can always change it, but you need to start. You know, you need to, I think the word action is really, you have to act. So many times you get to an idea or you do something or you have an opportunity and you don't act. Like a good example is when I did the book, uh, the show up book and the powers in the asking book, I asked so many people, and I was on them every month and 46 people came through, but there was a lot others that didn't. And then when the book came out and it made number one bestseller the first day and international the second, these people came back to me and said, oh, I should have done it. Well, see, you missed an opportunity. And so many times people do miss opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, you send out, I mean, I can send out opportunities, but I can't hold your hand to do it. It's up to you to take the action. Yeah. And, you know, it's all about building your brand, getting your name out there. So the more things, more shows like yours that people get on, the more uh, things that they go to um, uh, show up at events or let people know what they want, ask, that gets their name out there. Then their name becomes a household word. What they do becomes a household word. So it's all about that. It's about showing up at when you're doing your retreats because they come away a better person. Yeah, absolutely. I recently heard, and, and I love this, when you are in action, you are creating the, what is it? You're activating receiving. When you, you know, like you put your order in to the universe, it's, it's an action step. And so you're sitting there, you're ready, you got your napkin on your lap, you order your drink, you're in action to receive what you have put in for your order. It's the same in anything like your vision board. When you put all those things on your vision boards, even the plane to go to you know, Europe or even to, to Hawaii, you're still in action. You're still showing up, which is the biggest part of this. And you're, you're visible and you're doing the things 
and then those show up in your life because you're not just sitting on the couch thinking it's going to happen. Oh, well, I said I wanted this and then not doing anything. When you're in action, you are activating receiving. And I, I love that. And I think it's important to keep when you're asking for something, keep putting it out there, you know, until you get it because you will get it. It's just amazing. Uh, another example, one of the girls um, there's a very famous performer from Canada that they've she and her husband knew for years, and he was performing in Los Angeles, but she had to have an American Express to buy tickets. So she came to one of our meetings. She said, Robbie's always saying ask. And she said, well, I really want to see him, but I can't get a ticket because I don't have an American Express. Four girls raised their hand and said, here's my card. Or So then, and then she wanted to stay she thought, oh, wow, this really works. You know, she paid the person back in cash. And then she said, but she found out that the hotel he was staying at, that she couldn't get a room. So she said, call me up. And she said, who do you know that um, ha could get us, it knows anybody in the hotel industry. So we put it out there and two people came back. So it, it ended up that she got into the hotel, but she then she called me and she said, well, I had to do it for two days. I said, when you check in, you just say, oh, my God, I have an emergency. I can only stay this night. And so when she did that, they said, oh, we're so happy. We need your room. So we're going to upgrade you to a suite. And it ended up being a bigger suite than her friend had. So they ended up coming to her suite and partying, the entertainers. <laughs> so she's a believer of the ask now. Oh, I love that. There, there truly is so much power in that. And again, going back to women, we we don't think to ask. We certainly never think to ask for ourselves. And you just never know who you're going to run into. Like you just, all those examples you gave, you never know who you're going to meet or run into or who knows somebody that can help up level you, help get you to that next step to where you need, even if it's a, you know, an airline flight or, you know, to buy tickets. It, you just never know. I love this. It could even be as much as getting, I met this gal um, online doing an international thing and she's from South Africa. And then she called me one time and was asking me about the network. And I said, you know, I'd love to have a South African network. So she sent her husband to the gala so he could check us out. So now they're very excited about building us a South African network for GSFE. That is absolutely awesome. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's, it, we're definitely global. I think, you know, the, the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs is, like I said before, it's truly a sisterhood. It's growing. How many members do we have right now? 400 now. But our and goal this year is to get to 1,000. And yeah, we're looking for an Idaho network. Working on that. I gotta stay in place for a few minutes in order to do that. Right, right. So yeah, there's there. I just love this the power and the asking, and it's you know even you've experienced that yourself. With I, I love the story about your um your puppy. If you don't mind sharing that, I think it's it's a powerful. Yeah, it's one. interesting. I now have a different dog because I actually lost that dog. But years ago at a meeting, the girl said to me. Robbie, you're always ask, you're always telling us to ask and you never ask. So I said, okay, I want a white female Maltese spaded. 
dog. And two days later, one of my members called me and she said, you don't know this, but I have that dog. I'm going to a divorce and she's yours. And she brought her and she had all these, her name is was Majesty. And she had all these rhinestone necklaces. And of course I'm known as the queen diva. So it was, and she was the, the most beautiful dog I ever had in my life. I lost her last November. I had her 12 years. But the interesting thing, last year in a year ago, November, I saw a, an a article in next door about somebody who had found these dogs that had come down from the mountain. And I thought, well, I should get maybe Majesty because I'm gone so much. It'd be great to, for her to have a playmate. And it was a multi-pool, Maltese and poodle. So I didn't do anything. I didn't take action right away. But about a week later, I thought, well, I wonder if she still has this dog. So she did because she was very careful. Because nowadays what happens, people go after these little dogs to do that are fighting, using dogs to fight and kill. And they get these little dogs and let their dog kill them. So she was being very careful of who she gave it to. But this dog had, whoever dumped these dogs in the hills in Paris, um, really the dogs, I mean, there were like coyotes and everything up there, but they had to fend for their lives. But one day she had her gate open and they came into her backyard. So that's how she got them. But we actually took three of us to chase and catch this dog. So when I first brought her home, she was like shaking and you couldn't even, I mean, she was, you, she would be in every other room except where you are. So it took a year. I, I Googled it and it said, just give them love. And so that's what I did. And now she follows me everywhere. And she's every night she looks forward for me to pick her up and bring her up on the couch. But she only still lets me pick her up from her bed. Hmm. But she is, you know, and she's everybody loves her. They've seen what a change in her. So love, love is, you know, love is for everybody. Caring and loving and being there for each other, whether it's an animal or a person, really makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, loving oh, and so when I lost Majesty, she even grieved. This dog's called mm -hmm. Cuddles because I felt like she needed a lot of love. But she grieved for the dog as well. But it was easier because I had this other dog. If I had lost Majesty and I came home to an empty house, it would have been hard. Yeah, You know, it would have been really hard. So I was grateful that whatever magic made me do that, that I took action. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And now she has a wonderful home and you have another little pooch. But I love that story in, you know, you were teaching to, to ask, to ask what you want. And you weren't actually doing that yourself because you're like, just show telling everybody to do it and for them to come to you and say no you need to ask for what you want and you got this exact beautiful little puppy that was perfect for you and her name was majesty for the queen diva robbie Motter. and i love that <laughs> and it was funny because she was part of a divorce fight so i didn't know if i was keeping her at all i mean one time he was going to sue something because she he saw that she hadn't taken it to the vet so i had to meet her in temecula and take the dog so she could take it to the vet, but it ended up that I got to keep the dog. Yeah. For 12 wonderful years. That's yeah. just, I love that. And it, I think it's such a powerful story because that was such a specific thing that you said that you asked for. And lo and behold, somebody has that exact thing 
And yeah, I really okay. want, yeah. And I really want people to understand that. Like you ask for something specific and voila, it will show up. And, you know, I think what's interesting, you meet people, but you really don't know, you really need to get to know them because mm -hmm. everybody's life has been so, it changes all, like you said, life changes all the time. You have no idea all the talents that they have or who they might know or what they've done in their life. And, and I think that's really important because sometimes you're looking for somebody and that person could have that talent. But they're not, it's not what they're doing now, but it's something they did before. Right. You know, I remember that one exercise we did where we had everybody fill out every job they've ever done in their life, whether they were paid or not. And our women were so surprised, all the jobs that they did, even it just being a, a house engineer, you know, and they came back, you know, they were coming back with 100 items or two. And it was, it was, it really opened their mind of the talent that they really had. Because look at, I did this. I, oh yeah, when I was a teenager, I did that. All those things. And it was a fun exercise. Yeah. I do a similar one at my retreats and I love it because it helps also for us as individuals to realize our uniqueness, all the things that we've ever done. It helps it's part of our education. It's part of our lessons. It's part, it truly is our uniqueness in how we deliver what we do today. You know, there's lots of coaches, there's lots of um, even teachers, just any industry, everything that that person themselves has ever gone through, good, bad, and ugly, and indifferent is part of who they are. And it's their uniqueness in how they can help in the, for the future. And I just think that's, I just love that. And I love that exercise. Yeah, it was really powerful. I think also when you're a coach, like in your case, you do a lot with domestic violence. You're not just saying, do as I say, you've been there, you've done it. So you're sharing lessons you've learned, you know, and that helps them. It's not like sometimes people try to give advice that's never experienced it. And I think when you've gone through it, it you're, you're more, able to help the person because you're you're not saying do as i say you're saying you know i've been there i know i've you know i've I, I, what i'm telling you is the lessons that i've learned absolutely i think what's i i talk about that actually and it's you can't get that kind of education from a book you can't understand at the level and depth that you can had you just read a chapter out of a book trying to get certified or whatever it is and although I have a great appreciation for people that want to help in that capacity, when you've been through the thing, that's that education that you can truly, truly help somebody else because you know what it feels like. You remember the feeling. You remember how you felt. You remember the, the almost the smells around you. You can visualize that moment. And so you're really able to get nitty gritty with somebody and help them. And that's why I always talk about having having them list out not only their jobs, but everything they've ever been through. It gives them this perspective of, wow, I've actually I'm a badass. I've done some stuff. I've learned a lot of things in my life with the good, with the bad. And, and that is who you are. You've, you're not only a survivor, you're a thriver because of everything you've ever done and learned. And now you are who you are today. And you can be, you know, everything is a lesson. Everything. 
I'd like to learn more about your retreat this year because the last year was fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're looking at having it in Sedona. It'll be a little bit different. So I'm in the, I'm gathering my goddesses for series three, which this year would have been a series three year. However, we've pushed it out because there's some um, events and marketing things that we're looking at with not only getting series two book released in French, but also getting book one from series one, which you're a series one goddess on my platform, um, getting that relaunched with the songs included in it and the French version. So this year's retreat will still be the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Women's Wellness Retreat. However, it's going to be a celebration of the French versions. It's going to be a celebration of all of the series goddesses so far, including the uh, series three ladies that come on the platform. And then next year will be the actual series three event for them to be recognized and acknowledged for all the things that they've done on the platform. But this year we're looking at Sedona. It'll be September 21st through the 24th. And we've got we're, we're in the midst of planning out how amazing that's going to be. So thank oh, you for yeah. bringing that up. You, you did it last year. You made a lot of life changes in that oh, retreat. You. So people need to step up and be there. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and it's funny that you say that. And I think that goes back to, you know, kind of full circle about being in a part of an, a, a community. Show up show up, make that commitment to show up and do things, do things that are not in your comfort zone. I know women that were at my retreat last year that have literally had life changes because of showing up and being in that event for three days, for three days, it was life-changing, massive transformation. And when you can find a community of women to help support you and, and guide you in anything that you want to do, absolutely powerful whether or not you just test out a retreat like mine coming up in september or you join a community like the global society for female entrepreneurs or both do both right <laughs> do both because you're going to meet lifelong friends within the community or any community but you know we have the wonderful robbie botter that is um that holds the torch for us. And truly, truly, Robbie, you have changed the lives of so many people. So, so many people, even men, even though we're a sisterhood, there are men that, you know, their lives get changed just by knowing the, the women in this community. And I love that. Yeah, it is really about, like I said, people, women need to realize we don't compete. We complete each other. And that's the powerful word, complete. You know, we you could have five people that sell the same thing and people are going to go to the person that's built the relationship with them. You don't have to, like I said, you don't have to have the best gadget. It's who, how do you care? How are you just there to sell? Is it about, are you a me person instead of an us person? Yeah. You know, be a us person because together you can accomplish so much more. Yeah, I love that you said that again. It goes back to, you know, everything. You can have five people that literally sell the same thing. 
and it's the ones that build the relationship. But all five of those people are going to do it differently because of everything they've ever gone through in life. And so they're going to come come at it and come it's going to come through them differently. I don't care if they're selling socks. Every one of those five people are going to sell socks differently because it means something different to them in their lifetime of lessons in their journey. And so there's a connection point for everybody. And that's, you know, I always, the joke about real estate, there's like a thousand, thousands and thousands of realtors, but every one of those realtors is showing up in a different way because of their lessons and their life lessons and everything else, including teachers. You can look at any industry. Everybody's going to show up different because of what they've gone through. And that's a part of their uniqueness. And that's a part of their brilliance as well. Well, that's the same thing we do with like our directors. We have certain guidelines, but we really realize that it's your personality and how you project. We're not saying everybody has to be this way. We're saying these, this is our mission. So stay within the mission and how you deliver it is really who you are. Yeah, exactly. And I, I love that. It's, it's, it is the uniqueness and, and, the, the creativity and the brilliance and the wisdom of each individual director that's keeping that community and that group together. And I, I love that, you know, and so as a member of GSFE, you are connected through one point, but you can go to all the different ones. You're not limited to just showing up at the one um, your local one. And, and now we're global. You can show up virtually to global events and, you know, find your tribe, find your people that you really resonate and connect with and have that as your community. It doesn't have to be as a whole. It can be as the one branch. We've even discovered uh, we're like with our Riverside group, we're calling it hybrid because we have it live, but we do it online as well. So basically what we're saying, all of our out of state ones need to be on uh, Zoom so that all of our international and other states can, everybody has the opportunity to go on and meet everybody. So those states that want to do virtual and, and uh, live, they can do the hybrid where they have the meeting where the people show up live, but they also have it on Zoom so that the people can be there and see the live people as well. So yeah. we're starting to do that. Riverside has been very successful in doing that. They were the first to start that. So we're, you know, and but we have a real choice that if people, we still have many people that don't want to do Zoom. They just mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable. So by having a virtual, they can go there and then you're serving, you know, we have both. Yeah. So I think that works. I think it's wonderful and it gives it it gives you a bigger opportunity to be in a room with people from around the world at any given time even to show up if you're showing up to an in-person event and it's like you said the hybrid with the zoom side of it you're in a room with who knows how many people from all over around the world so find your community i think that's you know one of the main points that we're talking about today for to power up your 2022 and all of your years it's it's community showing up and asking and and really imagining and visualize it i you know robbie you've been teaching vision boards for eons as well and you've witnessed powerful 
things, not only with Jean with getting the proposal from some random man, but, <laughs> but all across the board, you've seen, you've witnessed and have been witness to life-changing things just from people putting it on a piece of paper and visualizing it. Well, one of the things Jean put on her board last year, of getting another car and her other car broke down and she got to pick her own car. And it was ex almost exactly what she put on her board. Isn't that incredible? I love it. So much power in visualization. It's amazing. I love it. So I want people to be able to reach out to you. And we have here your personal phone number, ladies and gentlemen, her personal phone number. You can give her a call or even just give her a text. She will respond. And then you can also email her at rmodder at aol.com. She can, she knows a plethora of people and <laughs> Get certainly either connect you to somebody. Um, real fast, Robbie, talk about uh, the membership of the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs. What, our, what our, our, well, our website for the Global Society is globalsocietyforfemaleentrepreneurs.org. And you can go on and learn everything about us and you can actually join online. We are the best kept secret around the world. And we're, our dues are only $50 a year. And everybody says, well, it must not be worth anything if it's so cheap. No, we realize that entrepreneurs have to think of many ways to use their money. So we try to get grants and we try to get other, we do fundraisers to keep so that we can do quality events. Like we just did a gala that we did with Seema. Um, uh, she inspires me from London. And 105 of our members got awards from Europe this, this past month. So now they have international awards and, you know, people don't do things for awards, but it's nice to be recognized. And it's amazing because when you get recognized, people look at you so differently. You're the same person, you're doing the same thing, but all of a sudden they just see you differently. And I don't know why that is, but it does. I've seen it happen and people tell me that it's made a difference for them and they're grateful. Mm -hmm. So now our members have international awards and, mm -hmm. Now that we're connected with international, we're getting more and more opportunities for our members internationally as well. So yeah. if they have a business that they can do anywhere, then, you know, that's we're the best deal in town. Yeah. Not only that, but it, it creates opportunity. This community creates opportunity. Robbie Motter is very well connected and you can, she sends out things all the time that you, that brings you opportunity. So definitely check out the global society for female entrepreneurs.org. There is even trainings on there. They're, they're updating and constantly putting trainings on there where you can just watch videos or read scripts or whatever it is to help get you to that next level. And it's $50 a year to be a member. It's one of the most inexpensive communities you can be a part of that has such absolute power behind it and can really propel you into that next that next level of success personally and professionally. And again, you know, this is Robbie's personal phone number, 951-255-9200 or her email, rmodder at aol.com. Reach out to her, talk to her, see where, you know, she'll, she'll help you in any way she can because that's who she is but really get, you know, connect with her and find out how you can be a part of this incredible organization that is truly global and see what you can, 
how you can help in the community and how the community can help you. Um, you know, I there's community showing up and asking vision boards or, you know, you can even do a vision. Um, I was talking about this the other day and I don't have one near me, but you can put it in a journal instead of on a big, you know, whiteboard or poster board. You can actually take that same concept and put it in a journal. And so you can carry it with you all the time and stick it in your purse. You can have glue your pictures in there, your words, you can journal in it and it becomes this whole um, this energy source for you to create, create your exact desired life that you, that you hope for. And it's with you on your person at all times. And so you can look at it when you're starting to feel like, Oh, overwhelmed, look at your, look at your journal. So you can carry that with you anywhere instead of even just having it on, on your, you know, your bathroom mirror or your closet door or wherever you stick it. So that's another option as well. And you know, another thing I think is great. Sometimes we, we forget the kind things that happen to us in a day. So to do a gratitude journal, I think mm -hmm. is very important because then when something doesn't go right, if you look at that, you say, Oh, look, I have lots of things to be grateful for. I do a gratitude journal every day of what I was grateful for, for the day before. I love that. It definitely, and that puts you in a state of abundance when you realize all the things you have to be grateful for and appreciate it, it puts you in that state of abundance and more just keeps coming to you. I love that, Robbie. Thank you for sharing that. Um, if anybody's interested in what I have going on in the world, you can find me at KimberlyACoaching.com. There are still some spaces left to be a Series 3 goddess. It is truly a tremendous journey to go on with me. I would love to have a conversation around that with you. You can go to pages.KimberlyACoaching.com slash goddess-information. And we can have a conversation about you being on the global goddess platform that I have, it's on, on the business side of things, it's a visibility and marketing platform for, but for me, it's about sharing these stories far and wide, circling the earth, the globe to help bring hope to people around the world, knowing that we're not alone in, in what we go through and that we can help others. And Robbie, I just want to say thank you again for being here with me today. I, You were just an incredible woman. You have so much wisdom. And I really hope everybody reach out to Robbie. If you're not already in, in connection with her, reach out to her. You're an amazing woman, Robbie. Thank you for being with me today. Well, because I have all the you amazing women around me. That keeps me amazing. Yeah, absolutely right. We and, and that goes back to community again. So find your community, even if it's not the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs, which I think it should be. And I'm going to put that up back here. But find your community. That is how, you know, again, we're talking this season about power up your 2022. You empowered your business, empowered your life, empowered. Find community. Ask for what you want. Visualize it. And then stand back and watch it come to you. Yeah but be in action <laughs> and then take action. Right. I love it. Robbie, thank you so much for being here today with me. I absolutely love having every possible conversation with you 
anytime. So thank you. Thank you for asking me. I enjoyed it. Thank you.